everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. For today's review, I'd love to share Miss Muggs. I love the name. She says, always uplifting. Thank you for always making me feel so much more present and peaceful. And she left a bunch of hearts. Thank you so much, Miss Muggs. And I look forward to hearing from more of you. I'll keep sharing them throughout the weeks. So for today, I have a story to share with you. And to be completely honest, it's amazing I haven't shared it with you until now. It's a story that I kept to myself, a secret in fact, that not even my husband knew until only a couple of years ago. It was a lie that I told my parents when I was little, probably around six years old. And because I had lied to my parents about it, I felt as if I had to keep it a secret to the rest of the world in case it ever got back to them. I also thought it would make my life easier to keep the secret and lie to everyone, including my beloved husband, so that I didn't have to put work into who I was with and deciphering if the folks around me knew my secret or not. So as I said, I was about six years old when this occurred. Frankly, I could have been younger, but definitely no older than six. I was with my parents at our favorite Mexican restaurant that we'd go to every Friday, where they would serve you two types of salsa to have with your chips, a fresh pico de gallo and a ketchup bottle that had their pureed salsa that was considerably hot. Now to give you a little backstory that gives insight into my tiny little person mind at the time, my dad came from a very religious, strict, and conservative home growing up. It was contentious, and he had the major courage to, at 18, leave the church he was raised in and leave the roof he was raised under. His relationship with his parents, especially his mom, was quite strained for most of his life, and because my dad took care of himself by honoring his own wisdom and choosing to be spiritual in his own right, which had to do more with feeling God while playing music, and less, if any at all, about a religion. He created a life for himself that looked nothing like what he was quote-unquote supposed to have in the eyes of the church. As you can imagine, my dad's relationship to his folks continued to be distant even when they were present with each other. Fast forward, both of my dad's parents, my grandparents, passed away by the time I was two years old, And though my dad has a lot of pain around the memory of his parents, even as a little girl, I knew that when my dad remembered something about them that made him feel warm and loving towards them, it was very special and incredibly important. So, one sweet memory my dad has about his father is that he would put Louisiana hot sauce all over everything he ate. (laughs) A ton of it. To this day, my dad throws his head back in laughter when remembering how his dad would be sweating bullets because of the amount of hot sauce he'd put on his food. At one point when I was little, I had thought I had heard my dad say that my grandpa would use all of the hot sauce because he loved the heat but couldn't really feel it in his mouth, like he was lacking those taste buds. 
My dad could have potentially said that as a joke because of how nuts it was to watch Grandpa sweat it out so bad every meal. But whatever the case may be, it was a loving memory that would fill my tiny little heart with compassion and love for my dad because I knew how rare it was to feel such a tender and loving feeling towards his folks. So cut back to the Mexican restaurant with the pico de gallo and ketchup bottle of hot salsa. My parents would always squeeze a small amount of the hot stuff into a dish and barely put the tip of a chip in, just for taste. But on this particular day, I decided I was going to prove something. And remember, I was only six years old. I went to dip my chip into the hot sauce, and my dad stopped me and warned me that it was probably a bad idea because it was extremely hot, to which I responded, Don't worry, Dad, I love it. In awe, he let me go after it, and to his surprise, the hot sauce didn't do a thing to me. I told him, See, I love it, and it doesn't bother me because I'm like Grandpa. Sure enough, I remember him saying, You must not have the taste buds for spicy things just like him. It must be genetic, with the biggest grin on his face. Now, I would like to make this an audience participation moment. (laughs) What do you think? Was I missing the spicy taste buds? Or was my mouth on fire? If you answered that my mouth was on fire... You are correct. My mouth was on fire. (laughs) But in my tiny little person mind, I saw it as an opportunity for my dad to have a connection to his dad through me and with a memory that brought him so much joy. So from then on, from that moment until my early 30s, oy vey. I had convinced every single person in my life that I could not taste spicy things. If you're wondering, yes, time and time again, I have been put to the test by my peers. (laughs) I have eaten the spiciest peppers in whole to prove to people I couldn't taste it, and I was lying through my teeth at every attempt. I finally started to stand up for myself a bit as I got older and wouldn't take the bait of every dare purely on the true fact that my gut would get completely ripped to shreds when I'd go for the spiciest things people could dare me to eat. (laughs) And I was tired of it. But I kept up the illusion, nonetheless. So what made me finally put down the act? Well, I was beginning to be tired of it, like I mentioned. And when I'd hear my husband wholeheartedly share this unique party trick about me, I felt like a fraud because there wasn't anything else about me that he didn't know the truth about. I had known him since I was 18 years old, and at the time, here I was, 15 years later, living a lie. Then the straw that broke the camel's back... Without any knowledge of my secret, a teacher of mine shared that if I had any intention of being in the public eye, I needed to be sure all skeletons were out of my closet, because if not, they would eventually be found and blown way out of proportion. 
I hate to say that something as superficial as being found out by a million strangers was the final straw versus being found out by the people I love most on this planet. But hey, I got there and that's all that matters. To put a period to the end of this story, in case you're curious, I came out with my secret to my husband, Mike, first, and when he retells it, it's amazing to hear back from him how much fear I was in when I told him. He says he thought I was going to admit I'd been cheating on him by the way I had approached it. But to be completely honest with you, that's how it felt to expose this part of me that I had held so close and felt so much shame around. I didn't have shame around my reasoning behind my secret, but I had shame around the fact that it had gone on for so long and that I hadn't been fully honest with the person I wanted to be fully honest with. After Mike, it took me a few months to tell the rest of the folks I felt needed to know, my best friends and my family, But in the long run, I'd made my rounds and felt lighter and lighter. Are you wondering how it went with my dad? Well, initially, I told Mike that I was never going to tell him. I couldn't bear it. But finally, after everyone else, I knew I had to. I had so many things going on in my head. I was worried he was going to be disappointed in me lying that he was going to be sad that I didn't have this genetic mark that my grandpa had. But guess what? I couldn't have been further from the truth. And I bet you'll never guess what his reaction was. He didn't even remember that I couldn't taste spice. I had to repeat it to him what I was even admitting because he couldn't make sense of it. Was I shocked? Oh, beyond. Here I was holding on to this huge secret all because of how I was concerned it would make him feel. And fair enough, it wasn't a memory he had held on to. He felt so sorry for me for all the effort I had put into this illusion that I had upheld for so many years. And for what? No reason at all other than to protect a sweet memory. Pretty profound for a tiny person, but what a burden to bear for the rest of my life that was brought on by no one other than myself. There are several takeaways from today that I could point to, but the biggest that I would love to highlight is this. We have so many ideas about life, about who we are, what we believe we can handle, what we're capable of what humanity is capable of, about how life works or is supposed to work, that aren't necessarily ours. Or better yet, we have so many ideas about things that we made up at some point along our journey that just don't fit anymore. Maybe we made them up to fit in, to feel comfortable in certain situations, to feel better about something we couldn't achieve, to maintain a connection, a relationship. But you see, all of these things were made up at the level of consciousness we were looking at life through in the moment we decided we, or life, goes a certain way. 
I'm sure you can see that pretty clearly in the case of today's story. I was so, so little when I decided to lie about the spicy thing. And at the level of consciousness a six-year-old has, that made sense. It made sense to create a connection for my dad in that way from my little perspective. But as I got older, I realized more and more that my dad's connection to his dad is completely up to him, not me. My discomfort in telling him the truth was more about admitting that I had been lying to him my whole life, not about the reason behind my six-year-old intention. I'd also like to note that a lot of what we decide about how life works, or how we work, is typically decided when our mood is in the hole. Our ego comes in with a know-it-all opinion that looks like it's protecting us from feeling bad ever again. And until we wake up to how limiting that perception is, it rules the way we see life as opposed to being free to see life as it is in the present. So here's to you and all of your curiosity and reflection moving forward. I only hope for you to become as free and untamed as you can possibly imagine. Also, please remember, as illustrated today, that your perception of life is always, always, always going to be different than someone else's. Just knowing that can bring you freedom within relationship. And finally, yes, I have a kick-ass tolerance for spicy food. (laughs) And though I got there in a weird way, it's a story for the ages that makes me who I am. I'm just glad I don't have to suffer while I do it anymore. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week.